Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alice. Hey, Greg, what are you doing here? Hey, what do you mean? What are, Allison, where, did you, where did you come from, Greg? I came from the world of childish, and I just want to make sure that your listeners know that you're just as wonderful on the on the other podcast you do. What if they don't have kids? Don't need them. You don't need them. A lot of our listeners actually tell us they don't have kids. We talk about sex. We talk about all sorts of dirty stuff, but also parenting stuff. Yeah, so. Check out Childish, new episodes every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend tonight. My guest tonight is my husband Daniel and your calls. Daniel, hello, how are you doing? Um, you just did a pretty amazing, war- like, I haven't seen Rocky, mm. which is no surprise to anyone who follows me closely, um, but... I have a sense of what goes on in that movie, mm-hmm. and I feel like the vignette you just did was like a Rocky training montage. It's like if Rocky was a musical on Broadway. That's what I did. I did. You slapped your ass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got like. Are you pumped and warmed up and ready? I had I had to get the the juices flowing because uh, you know I just put the I put the bambino to sleep and uh, that puts me to sleep. So right, I had to, I had to get it going. There were many times tonight where I looked over and you were with Elliot and you looked like you were falling asleep or you were asleep. Yeah, super tired. Um, just to set the scene, it's Friday night, day six million of quarantine. We have not injected bleach yet. And it's 11.06 p.m. Um, we're both doing something wild and crazy, which is we're drinking coffee. But it's but but lest you think... We're careless, reckless teenagers. No, hell no. We're drinking half calf. Half calf. <laughs> That's right. And Daniel was like, I got to drink it fast because it's half calf. I got to get get what it has for me as quickly as possible. Are you afraid that you're going to metabolize it before it hits or something? Because I, mm-hmm. I never think of the speed with which I need to drink it. No, it's more like I'm afraid of nursing it. And then it's just like diluted, and who cares? Yeah. I mean, if I have to endure this, the bo- I don't want to do it fast. I don't want to get in the way of you feeling energized, but the box itself says, it's like, when you want a taste of coffee, but you don't want to stay up all night, like the box claims you can drink it in the evening and you'll be fine. But I mean, isn't that decaf? Yeah. This is just a half. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know if it it might be, point. what do you think is a selling point? The, the selling point horrible point. taste? Because it doesn't taste good. Um, you know what it tastes like? Hmm. I will let you talk, but it tastes okay. like... If coffee breath could be turned into a drink. Oh, interesting. Like, the, as, as you're taking it in, it tastes like coffee aftertaste. Right. It's really weird. It has all the negatives of coffee. And half of the benefits. Half of the positives. <laughs> I have uh, ordered online instant coffee because I am super excited about this new, maybe it's not so new, drink. Uh, it's new-ish. 
you take the instant coffee and you whip it. I guess you you mix it. Are you with, saying whip? Mm-hmm, whip it. You because you got to really. You we well, have to use a whisk. Yes, you have to use a whisk, <laughs> and uh, you whip it with some sugar and some boiling water, and you, you're you're supposed to like give it a good four hundred whisks. What? That's what they say. If you who's they hand whisk it? Who's they? The the, the ladies online. on TikTok that you are learning but this they, from. Well, because you have to get it into almost the consistency of uh, whipped cream. Like, it gets very, very yeah. frothed. And they say the better way to do it, if you don't want your arm to fall off, is with a, an electric mixer. Oh, well, we have one of those. So I'm going to try it. But apparently, it's like... And then you pour it over... You pour it over milk. Milk. And then you mix it. Iced milk. Mm-hmm. And then it looks really cool, but then to drink it, you have to stir it you in. You stir it, and then you drink it. And apparently, it's like... A, a great up. This high. is some kind of coffee that's all over TikTok and Instagram, and it's called Dalgona coffee. And do you, Daniel, you keep looking at me like you have no idea, Dal- and like I Dalgona might be making that up. Yeah, but I that is what it's called because I became aware of it a few days earlier than you did. That is what it's called, and anyway, and look, we have. Look, I'm making bread. That's how much we are engaging in things we don't normally do. So. Uh, look, I just I just need things that are gonna get me going. But to do what? To fucking be up and about. I, 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 again, to do what though? Because I okay, so just so I can explain. Okay, and then I'm gonna do some explaining. The the to do what is to still be awake when after Elliot is asleep. Okay, that's fair. Because. All day is a living fucking. So and so as soon as he goes to sleep, it's like life begins. But if I'm a, if I am half lidded at that point, then it's useless. You know, there's no point anymore. Daniel and I switch back and forth every three hours, and we alternate days. So some usually, so it's like one person does eight to eleven, the next person does eleven to two. And then the two to five, and then the evenings are sometimes it's family time. Sometimes, like tonight, I needed to I needed to take a little break. Um, and then it, like I said, it alternates each morning. So I have started this new thing of when I'm off, I just go sleep. And it's I keep thinking I'll wake up refreshed and in a good mood. And I and then like when it's when I'm back on, like ten minutes into my shift of taking care of my own children. I am ready to scream. So somehow it's not recharging me, but I am suddenly, I've been hearing people talk about how the way they're handling quarantine is they're just napping a lot. And I've been like, how, yeah, you don't have kids. Well, now I'm starting to be like senorita nap. That's me. (laughs) I mean, I'll. First lady of naps. I I know who senorita naps. (laughs) She's the first lady of naps. Yeah. You don't have to tell me. I have had a, a few naps and they're great for me. They do refresh me, but usually on my off time, I'm having to work. And so it's not, uh, you know, or do, there's something I'm having to do. So I don't really like have the opportunity to take a lot of naps. I feel like, um, I feel like you just pulled rank on me. Well, you work too. I do. I just the way it seems to go for me is that the beginning of my week is very yeah, you're busy 
And then um, the part when the party in the back hits, I just yeah. Let's be clear. Like, nap for you. It's like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are busy, and then Thursday, Friday, Senorita nap shows up. Usually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Right, but this week is going to be Sunday, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And so our schedule. So oh, this is what people are tuning in for. Our schedule. You know what they're tuning in for? Hearing me talk about where I'm sitting and. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, we're in the house. It's not not where I enjoy recording. However, we don't have a baby monitor that stretches out to the studio. And part of me feels like, you know what? They're asleep. We could go to the studio and record, but God forbid someone woke up in the middle of the night and tried to find us and couldn't find us. And then um, child protection services were called. I would feel terrible. Yeah. Um, can we talk about what uh, a crazy child we have on our hands right now like shit has shit has gone from the disclaimer is 10 to 20 on a scale of one to five (laughs) you know we love him you could listen to my other podcast with greg fitzsimmons called childish where i talk a lot about it um and i talk about it on this one too by the way when i when i'm on when i'm talking into a microphone I haven't decided yet, even though I've been doing this for 16 years, I haven't decided if I'm talking to people who are tuning in for the first time or if I'm talking to people who are well acquainted. And I toggle back and forth. Your confusion is what tr- keeps people coming back. Right. They're like, which one are we going to get? Is, who, is who she, it, no, she's like, is she my new best friend or is she my best friend or is she a stranger That's who's right. soon to be my best friend? Look, we love him, but he's so fucking annoying. I don't know what happened overnight. Like five nights ago, oh he just turned into truly oh my God. the most annoying child. And he's also become mean. Not really, but he he has this tone of voice that makes me feel like the stupidest person in the world. And I'm like, like how am I being bullied by my three-year-old? But this is, this is him. What do you mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, well, he gets frustrated really fast. Because he doesn't understand anything because everything is new to him. So he'll say, um, what's that for, mommy? Like, oh, it's, it's to stir something. What does that mean? T- you know, to stir something. What's stir? What does that mean? In the whole course of hearing myself retell it, I'm like, I just need to explain what stir means. But I feel like it's more than that. And then also, and I, again, I will let you talk. Mm-hmm. I just I have the volume turned up a little louder than normal in my headphones, and I'm intoxicated by the sound of my own voice. So he'll go, um, "Mommy, yes, mommy, yes, mommy," mm-hmm. and that keeps me on my toes. Now, what are your uh, annoyances with him? Uh, well, it, it's just the constant like, "Daddy, daddy, 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 daddy." Yes, and I'll. The thing is, it's like I'm not ignoring the child. Right, I'm saying yes. But he will continue to to it, like he, you know what it is. He wants the exact response that he wants, not yes or uh huh. He wants yes, Elliot. But then he'll he'll he even told you one time you were supposed to say yes, Elliot. Yeah, but then he'll go. He'll go, Daddy. You're me, okay? So okay. he'll go, Mommy, Daddy. Cause yeah, because he, he says Mommy, Daddy. Mommy, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Yes, Daddy. Yes. Daddy, I, um, uh-huh. I, daddy, I, uh, I need to, daddy, I, like he, he starts over. Yes. And 
He says daddy. The, the point is half the, of the words he says are daddy and the other half are mommy. We, we can get into the details, but the but the bottom line is that you can't take a break. Right. And you can't have a thought of your own. <laughs> and so it it's like while you're you're doing the same amount of childcare as you used to do before you could have moments where you have your own thoughts mm-hmm. but now you cannot have your own thoughts because there's a demand on your attention that there wasn't before mm-hmm. and like he'll, he'll want you to tell him a story and it's <laughs> like if you aren't there doing the work with him for an hour you know and and, and that's just like I'm you know I was ready to drink Clorox before Trump recommended it. <laughs> I think that I can handle the story thing better than you can for some reason. I I enjoy none of it. Yeah, that's probably the reason. Um, so right now is difficult. And, the, and what makes it even more difficult is there's no end in sight. There's no, oh, well, you know what, though? In a couple days, you know, we're going to have someone help us. He... Also, like there's fucking nothing. He is. Here's the thing, though. Kids go in and out of phases very fast, so he might be over this one in a few days. And I have a feeling if we were to read child development books, this is this seems like a pretty distinct marked phase. Anyway, though, he. Um, I mean, should we be complaining at the top of the show so much? Well, what else are we going to do? Stare at each other. Let me just finish this and then we'll move on to something else. Um, Like his mother, he has a keen, keen, like very dialed in ability to sense whether you are giving him your whole attention. And I think as adults, we've learned to accept that even if someone isn't really giving you their attention, we're going to just pretend they are because it's too hard to constantly call them on it. But like, but it's also I not am fair. Like, it's, right. It's not fair to expect someone to give you their undivided attention every time you want them to. It's not, that's not respectful. No, but it's also not respectful to never. It's it also, also in general, every single adult in this world could be better at occasionally giving yes. their, let's say partner, their undivided attention. Sure. And I I'm in that category too. Oh, yes, you are. Um he's just not he hasn't been socialized into the way of like if someone says yes, then you just accept that they're giving you their attention. Um so anyway, and one other thing. I think like a bunch of baby moths have been born or something cuz I'm staring at two tiny things crawling up the wall and then also like I just had to slap something off my arm. So it's also like 96 degrees in LA. I think I'm done complaining. Would you like to, would you like to hear a message? <laughs> sure. Okay. Again, if you want to call in and let us know how you're doing, we'll never answer. That I give you my word. 323-553-2331. Hi Allison, hi Daniel. Um this is Bridget in Austin, Texas. Um I am doing all right. I am recovering from corona right now. Um, hanging out with my dog. I'm quarantined alone. I lost my job, so I don't do anything all day anyway. 
Um, and that's about it. Things are um, pretty shitty. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Hope you guys are doing well. Have a good one. Bridget, I'm glad you're recovering. Now, don't we feel silly? No. <laughs> I mean, Bridget just got corona. She lost her job. She's recovering. Yeah, thank God. I mean, I would really like to know what it was like for her. Yeah. Here's another caller who also had it. Hey, Allison and A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. My name is Clement, and I'm from Salt Lake, and I thought I'd give some good news since we've been having a lot of bad news. Um, I was diagnosed with um, coronavirus at the um, beginning of March, and I spent five days in the ICU, five very scary days, but I got better, and I spent a couple days in quarantine at home, and now I'm on the mend about 85% um, better, and so I thought I'd just give you some good news that the people who get severe cases of COVID-19 and coronavirus can come back and, and, um, and be better than ever. Thanks. Love your show. Well, that's I'm, good. News. That is really yeah. good. I'm so conf- confused is maybe not the right word. Um, although I think it's accurate. I'm, I feel like I've like at the beginning, what we were hearing was you can be asymptomatic. Most people who get it are going to get mild cases um, and then we, I, then I read that what mild in the medical sense means is mild, meaning you won't need to go to a hospital, but it can be like, I was initially thinking mild, like, oh, just like a, a little cold or something. Right. Um, but no, this can mean like very severely sick, right. mild. but mild is not what we think of as right. mild. However, now I so then I heard that, and then I heard it seemed like there was less emphasis on the asymptomatic carriers of it. But now it's back to a lot of talk of asymptomatic transmission of it. Uh-huh. It does seem – well, if people are passing it in an asymptomatic fashion, then that means that they are having it and like they're having symptoms that are so mild they don't even know it, or truly mild in like the colloquial way. And then also now I'm hearing – that it can just sort of ravage your health afterwards too. It just does a number on all your organs. Although I'm so happy to hear that Clement and Bridget are doing better. I think think it's a whole array. I always understood asymptomatic to be just like there are no symptoms. Yes. That's what it means. Um, So you could have it and not even know it at all. Um, And then the, and then the long-term effects I don't know anything about that, but my sense of that is just not that the virus continues to do damage, but that the the damage done while going through it can have uh, an impact later on. I also am amused by the news stories. I'm sitting here debating whether I should ask Tony to play a news thing. It's the news with Allison. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Brings you news. Should we have him play it or should we just have sung it? Is it brings you news or breaking news? I think it's brings you news. Brings you news makes more sense. Okay. Should we just have, should we leave it like that or should we have him play it? Let's have him play it after we do that. Tone zone.
the news with Allison. Allison Rosen is your best friend. Can you hear our dog licking her vagina in the background? No, she's scratching her ear and just making that sound. Oh, all right. Anyway, uh, so apparently it's not sexually transmitted, which amuses me, though, because perhaps you're not going to get it from the transmission of... Would. Like, breathing yeah. on each other, you would. That's so my point. how do they know that it's not sexually transmitted? I think they're saying it's not in sperm. It's not in but it's genital in secretions. Fluids. It's in blood. Like it's in. No, I don't. I... Is it? A... Well, yeah, I guess it is. It would be. In... I don't think it could be but sexually like if... transmitted if there's bl- if their blood vessels broken. I don't. If isn't they're saying how, it's not how AIDS is transmitted. Yeah, but AIDS is a sexually transmitted disease. I know, but it's actually transmitted because right of blood, not because but, of sex. But they're saying that Corona. No, I think with AIDS, it. You know what. I feel guilty even playing that song, given that we are so ill-informed. No, I this think is Allison Rosen brings you the news, <laughs> which means that Allison Rosen... I thought HIV is in semen. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Uh, maybe that... Uh, did I just eat a bug? No. Maybe that's not how it's passed in general. But anyway, my point is, if they're saying coronavirus is not sexually transmitted, they're saying it's not in the blood vessel, that kind of contact. So my point is, there's no way you're actually going to have sex with someone, though, and not catch it from all the other ways. Like, who cares if it's sexually transmitted or not? Oh, my God. Let's play another message. That was worth it. Hi, Allison. Hi, Daniel. This is Lexi. I'm a high school teacher. And I just wanted to give you an update from North Carolina, where I am. So we're online teaching right now, and it's been very strange. I feel like I'm teaching into an abyss and just sending assignments out into the world, and I get back probably about 30% of what uh, is assigned, which makes sense. Um, It's just strange to try to strike in this time some weird balance between holding students accountable while also totally understanding that in this time students have other priorities and their families have other priorities and maybe they don't even have access to the internet or they're sharing a computer with a bunch of other people in their household. So it's really strange. Um, It's always interesting to see where high school students choose to Zoom from their couch, from their bed, with dogs jumping around. Um, So that's been kind of fun and interesting. Um, But, yeah, just kind of feeling like it's a weird position to be in Um, and thinking of all the people that I used to see all the time and can't see now, including my students, who I always have in my thoughts. Anyway, I love the show. Thanks so much for having us all come in. Hope you're staying safe. Thank you, Lexi. Yeah, that must be very um, mm, surreal, bizarre to be a teacher and to just sort of be, like she said, like teaching into the abyss. You guys were back. You didn't even know that we had paused, but we paused to put Wendy in her crate. I found some information on transmission of HIV, which I will share because it turns out I was right. We created a, a gnat 
trap. We did because we've got creepy crawlies climbing their way toward my butt while I sleep. I, I'm sure that's where they're headed. And and Daniel, if you thought this wasn't going to come up, you have you don't know you don't know dick and you don't know shit. So anyway, we're in the kitchen and Daniel goes, "You're tired, I can tell." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "I am." <laughs> and then he's like, uh, you, I just feel bad for you. We're just recording so late. We've like got to find a way. It's just really late. And I'm like, well, I thought the show was okay. I'm like, why? You can tell I'm tired because I have been feeling awake. And and then what did you say? Oh, I don't remember. And I was like, I thought you're, and I think you're like, no, it's okay. You're just like. And you sort of, something about your entire affect suggested that I was just slow or something. And I said, really? Because I, th- I feel like this has been a good show so far. The problem um, is... The and problem- then you're like, no, I'm just, I'm just talking about the... I'm, no, it's just the very beginning. Well, <laughs> like, I don't problem- know what happened. I thought that was fine, too. Okay, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Okay. I'm looking at you and not listening to you. So you look tired. But you sound like... <laughs> Like your sparkly self, honey. Listeners. But you look so tired. <laughs> just, I love Daniel just, so much. Just. But he is the oh. kind of person who... <clears throat> give us a moment, won't you please, sweetie? He does not... You know how, as women, we accidentally set traps all the time for example do i look fat in this um or questions along that order daniel doesn't know how to not fall into them over and over and over and <laughs> over and over i'll tell you why i'm not saying you look tired all the time it's just that you look tired at the end of the day at eleven thirty. you're i had half calf i feel pumped you do now Maybe you should have pumped, maybe you should have cranked that half calf when I was cranking it. No, I probably do look tired. I've been up no, since No, you don't know. See, I, <laughs> I You're welcome, up. folks. It I was, was my the, morning. I was in the kitchen. I was get, I was just I was giving her what she needed to to make this show great. That little goose. resentment? Yeah. <laughs> that little what? That little goose. I goosed you. By telling you that you were all right. Oh, another thing. I know you're concerned that we're complaining too much, but well, that's what I—that's what I realized right before we sat back down, which was like, no, it wasn't. It really wasn't that I thought I was blaming you. Thank you for what really what the real problem was. And the real problem was we are, by the way, we are diagnosing this episode in the midst of the episode, which is a lot of fun for everyone. (laughs) Um, I don't think it's fun for anyone. Yeah. The, uh, I got up in my head that we were complaining too much and that made me feel like we were bringing everyone down or something. This isn't, this isn't something anyone wants to listen to. Well, it, was and but it's in, not anymore and the way i do that whenever i feel like oh something's not good is i project it onto you and i pretend it's your problem wait do you really think you do that no 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 but it's a it's a, it's actually 
a tendency that everyone has. Yes. And, um, and also I really was in love. My head, I normally don't have the headphones up a lot and they really were up high. And so I really was falling in love with my own voice, which makes me have a more silky mm. laconic, not laconic's not the right word, a silky, slower sort of monotonous droning <laughs> droning kind of sound <laughs> anyway i don't know we're gonna have to go back to the beginning and uh, start over criticize the last five minutes let's talk about the last five minutes. no the that show. they were the that was the true n- nadir of the show what the last five minutes was it i think i think it was sorry it's all right i was right there with, well now i uh, i've pulled a daniel on daniel how does it feel when Daniel gets Danieled? There was something I was going to Danieled s- all the time. Oh, no I know. One Daniel's Daniel more than Daniel. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I know what I was going to say. Yeah. So another thing Elliot does, and then we're moving on to something uplifting like HIV. Um, he has started sighing in a way that is like <laughs> so filled with so much world weariness and just existential dread. It kind of chilled me to my core when I heard him do it today. Well, he's, he's mimicking us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's yeah. the concern. It's like, oh my God. It's a really, so many wake up calls. Like, apparently, we say, what do you mean? <laughs> We're at the dinner table tonight. And I let him have some of my dinner. And then I finished the rest of mine. And I think this is what, this is when this happened. And he really liked it. And then he wanted more, but I was out. And he was like, well, you can make more. <laughs> and you know what? You could have. I could have. I know. But I, I said, oh, no, we're out. Yeah. And he's like, you're not. He's like, you're not out. <laughs> you can make more. Yeah. Well, he was right. That's the thing. And I think, I guess this probably wasn't it because there was something that I ended up having to do where I was like, oh, okay. And I, and but he did it like let him as, pu- was it let him push the button on the water even though he had already yeah we already oh, filled no, no, it yeah that's what it was you uh you had got i filled his water filled cup his water cup and brought it back and that was no good because he wanted to, to push, push the, the button. button so then you asked if i would do it yeah because i because felt you had just done it like uh, right and so i was like <sighs> and then elliot went <sighs> <laughs> We have to stop these things that we see in him that are, are us. We must we must stop them. Yeah, I don't know what he did. He like I, I think maybe he like well, he like walked. He, he like kind of flew threw his head back to him. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did something very my like maybe he walked into the bottled water today or something. And just went, Ugh. <laughs> this is not great. It's funny. But I don't want him to be world weary at four. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't either. And he's a three, or as they say in Itanya, soft four. Oh yeah. Um. Itania. Anyway, okay. So this is from the CDC. Uh. Okay. Only certain bot. So this is about HIV. Just we're just fact checking what I had said before to prove that I'm right. right. Only certain body fluids, blood, semen, pre-seminal oh, fluid, yeah. rectal fluids, vaginal fluids, and breast milk from a person who has HIV can transmit HIV. I see. So when they say sexually transmitted, they mean semen. I haven't read any. You mean or vaginal fluid? They mean those. Specific are you talking about with, regarding coronavirus? No, I'm saying any anything that is considered sexually oh, transmitted. Yeah, those are the 
that's what they mean. I imagine. I don't want to say yes for sure because I don't know. Well, because the, the, cause the, for those of us that only have sex with our armpits, <laughs> like, it's confusing. It was hard for me to get on board with that when we met. You're into it now, though. I love right? it. You yeah, love it. I love it. Yeah, an armpit sweat, safe. Um, Daniel. Yes, my dear. Did you know that Skylight Frames is one of my sponsors now? Do I? And it's amazing because these are the frames before they had come on as a sponsor. These are the frames a that we gave to, was it that Grandma, long ago? Grandma's. Oh, I thought it was just this past no, no, you know Christmas. Yeah, you're last, right. No, it wasn't Christmas. It was like last Was it Mother's Day? Day? Oh, yeah. So it was Mother's Day. Yeah. But we gave them right. to the grandmothers. And they, They're great. They love them. Uh, it's a great way to stay in touch with those we love and it's super easy. So this is a photo frame that you can email photos to anytime from anywhere. You can like update their frame with new photos. Right. Uh, and then it kind of just scrolls through the different photos. It's super easy to set up. And also let's say you fall down on the job of sending photos, then they can send themselves photos that they receive too, and it'll make oh. it show up in the frame. Um, multiple people can send photos to the frame, so it's a great way to keep large networks of friends and family in touch. It sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. Just plug in, use the touch screen to connect your wireless network, and enjoy. And by the way, my mom never asked me questions of how to do it, and she asked questions, I love you, mom, about everything. Sending photos to Skylight is effortless. Everyone in your family can just email photos to Mom Skylight, and they'll pop up in her home in seconds. It has a black frame, so it looks like a real photo frame that adds a beautiful touch to your home. It has a gorgeous 10-inch touch screen. You can swipe through photos with your finger and even tap to thank the person who sent a photo. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your Skylight, they offer you a full refund. Now, as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight frame. When you go to Skylight, frame.com and enter code allison that's right to get ten dollars off your purchase of a skylight frame just go to skylightframe.com and enter code allison that's skylight frame s-k-y-l-i-g-h-t frame f-r-a-m-e.com enter code allison a-l-i-s-o-n okay daniel hi i need to know (laughs) about all the goings on with your hair because what you guys don't know is daniel there's goings on with his hair. I'm just really excited about, first of all, a whole world full of people whose hair is just getting longer and longer and longer. If soon we'll be deep into the 70s. It's like a time travel situation where we're all going to look like people in the 70s. Do you hate the musical hair because I love it? I've never seen it. Oh, I thought you had feelings about it. I don't have feelings about it. Who is that then? Move on, move on, moving on. I also don't have feelings about the musical shampoo. I don't need. Did they make one? Or is that hairspray? Yeah, shampoo no, is with different. with um, what's his face gear? Warren Beatty. Yes, Richard Warren Beatty. Gear. Yeah, no, it's with Richard Warren, Ge- Warren Beatty. Warren Gear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Stretcher Lady. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Oh, the hair. Your hair. Yeah. Um. My hair is just uh, a, a real. It gr- doesn't grow down; it grows out. That's what you told yeah, me. But not even in a like. It's just sucks because, yeah, it gets real frizzy and f- it just poofy. It's a poof. I you look got like one of those. Po- I look like a poodle. It's like a poodle head. 
It's not even kinky like poodles, though. It just, it's just, I don't know. Anyway, usually, <laughs> usually when I um, have either purposefully or unpurposefully let it grow long, what I do is I just try to put more product in it. Here's the problem. The product I have is the kind of product someone with shorter hair gets. This is what this is the revelation I've just recently had. And you guys, this is the first time I'm hearing this for real. I, I'm saving it for the show. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about your pomades. We're talking about your wax uh, pomades. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe even uh, uh, a gel. Uh, I really don't have very much gel, but I might have a gel here and there. I've seen gel on yes. your okay. Yes, because I used to style my hair with gel when I had short hair. And I thought, as I was like a guy with short hair, as a short hair guy would think when they got long hair, I'm going to use the short hair guy gel. Just stop. Am I looking at a guy with long hair right now? Because if so, I'm going to have to take a photo because your hair is an an inch long. Well, it's just... I'll pipe down. Relax. Um... (laughs) (laughs) When in the past I had tried to grow it long, I would use these items, these products, if you will. Yeah, short guy short guy hair products. I had short guy hair mind. Short hair guy mind. Yeah. And uh it, it it doesn't work. You know, your hair that my hair would get like mm, it, I don't know how to describe it. It, it just would like get like felt weighted down to my skull. Do you remember when I got upset with you for putting gel in Elliot's hair and I was explaining that product, you can't really put product like that in long hair and it turned out I was wrong, but it looked fine when it dried. I think, I think you could put a tiny bit in his hair. Okay. I'm but, sorry to, but, to, but, but yes, you're yeah, right. Go ahead. Well, you're right though. And uh, because you know what? I'd always been a short hair. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've always had short hair mind. <laughs> and, uh, this is what I realized last week, or maybe it was this week. Who the fuck knows? Who knows what time they blend? Is I know it could have been three weeks ago. Fuck if I know. Uh, I had come out of the shower, all right, and I'm standing there and I'm thinking, this hair is getting long again. No one's gonna see me. I can do. I can experiment. This is like what I'm doing with my toenails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so what I did is I, I, we have a, a, a two sink situation. We're not rich. We just have two sinks. Get You know, sorry. Uh, is that a rich person thing? I grew up thinking that if there were even more than one bathroom sink in the house, you were rich. <laughs> we had one bathroom sink in the whole house. Um, but if you look over to your left, there is a ratty old uh, shelving unit. <laughs> I believe it's called Shabby Chic, but I call it ratty old. Yeah. And on it are several full things of hairspray that no longer have any air pressure. <laughs> and I don't know if you're huffing it. Like I don't know what, because I try. To no, spray. none of them work. None of them work. And are yet they they're... hand pump or what's the... <laughs> I don't know. You, if you run the nozzle, you pull the little sprayer off, and you just run the like stumpy thing under the sink for a while, and maybe you can you can open them up, but it and then they'll kind of like they get f- clogged. I think so. I don't know. I can't throw them out because they're full. they're full. 
Exactly. But none of them work. It's here's, a very frustrating. Here's me. Shaking it. All excited. Big smile. Yeah. <laughs> and occasionally, some will come out like sideways and hit you in the eye. So, it's very but frustrating. I, but That's I a good a, quarantine project for you is getting all my hair sprays right. in working order again. But then I found one that kind of did give me some. And here's the thing. Hairspray. I never considered hairspray because hairspray, I grew I was in high school in the 80s. And to any listeners out there who experienced the 80s, you understand hairspray to be one of the great evils that ever like happened on this planet. Like hair hair just went out of control. It was it was like an arms race of hair height. Am I wrong? Like No, you're right. Yeah. It was because of uh these hairsprays. Aquanet and final net. And that's what I didn't want. I didn't want big, out of control, poofy hair. But what I realized this week is, oh no. Put a little hairspray on this mane. Don't overdo it. It actually gives it a little, like, it, it, it keeps it from matting down. Mm. Gives it a little bit of... Uh, structure. A little bit of structure. It actually looked pretty good. And now I think I'm going to... Daniel has with, fallen in love, in love with hairspray. That's where this is You might catch me looking like... Um, a character from 30-something in the, the 80s uh, very soon. Was that guy the, that died on the bicycle? What was his name? His character or the actor? Character or actor. I, don't, I didn't watch 30-something. Oh, anyway. You Ken know, Owen? That, no. Just that beautiful, feathery, windblown. I'm going to look windblown. Peter Scolari? It's, it's, from it's Bosom Buddies? No. Anyway, so Daniel has since purchased two hairsprays. Two hairspray. I got a brush a, and a comb. I'm a I'm a hairspray virgin, so I don't know what works. I got yeah. uh, you know brush. It, we're just going into this. And he told me heart. I could. He told me I couldn't use his brush. Right, because the only brushes we have, because I don't use a brush, are full of long <laughs> black hairs. And when I use it, I get my head full of long black. Really? Hairs. Well, I'll get some, and those hairs travel. <laughs> So it's like I may brush my hair and then find one worming into my nose later in the day. Like it's crazy. Like I don't know if they've got microfibers on them that crawl around on your head or what is happening. Okay, I don't know. I'm sending them to a lab. But uh but this is going to be a DQ only brush. That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you read a lot of reviews on this brush? Because it seemed to be a special... No, what I did, and this is what I do now when I buy things on Amazon, I find one that won't take two months to deliver, and then I get, <laughs> and then I get that one. Well, you also have been watching YouTube videos on how to cut hair. Because I have to cut Elliot's hair. I know, it's gotten out of control. We can't see his face was, anymore. It was cute, long, you know, it was like cute. Now it looks like... You can't... He looks like that character in Fat Albert. Mm-hmm. Who had the the hat that went over his right. whole face? What was his name? I don't remember. Um, yeah, I'm usually opposed to the fervor with which you want to cut his hair. It's Germanic, but um, I would agree that he needs a haircut at this point. Yeah, and I'm not going to buzz cut. 
you know, I'm going to give him, I'm, I'm going to give him the haircut of my dreams, which again, feathered, wind blown. I hope you're not going to attempt feathers, feathering. Like that's advanced haircutting. Just, just wait till you see what happens. Mag- Daniel. Magic will happen. Daniel. Speaking of shopping online, we all shop online a lot. A lot. Did you know you can make online shopping even better with Honey? Honey, honey. is a free Honey. Honey is a free online shopping tool that saves you money online. Honey automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart, which makes online shopping finally feel as it's supposed to. Uh, and it's just it's a free uh, extension that runs in the background it's of your browser. It's brilliant. amazing, yeah. It's brilliant. You do nothing. You uh, you download it on your thing, and then you'll be on a website. You'll have forgotten about it. And then it's like, knock, then, knock, hello. You like, can save a bunch of money. Yeah, guess what? I got 20% off for you. Right. Want it? When you check out, a little box drops down, and all you have to do is click apply coupons within a few seconds. Uh, you wait for a few seconds for it to scan for every promo code on the internet. Watch the prices drop. I love it. And it makes sure it works. It used to yeah. be you could look for these things, but then they'd be like 10 months old. Right. These things are always current. I know. Yeah, I just, um, I saved like $25 buying Clinique products. No one saves on Clinique, but you do. I did. With Honey. Uh, Honey has over 100,000 plus five-star reviews at the Google Chrome store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It's free to use and installs in just a few seconds. Plus, it's backed by PayPal, so you know it's good. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Allison. Again, that is joinhoney.com slash Allison. So I just want to say a word about... um, so on the a week ago, I mentioned that that uh, there was a listener of this. I was distracted because there was a listener of this show who was in the hospital. Um, and then on the Thursday show that week, I updated everyone um, that unfortunately she passed away. It's very sad. It was Becky McClure, who was a beloved member of the Allison Rose's Junior Best Friend community, um, and a lot of people are mourning her death. Uh, Daniel and me included right now it hit us hard it really i've been thinking about that like it really hit me hard and i was thinking about so there's it was i should say her for people who didn't listen to the thursday show um she had a birth defect um in her heart something called aortic coarctation which is narrowing of the aorta i think um, and she had had surgery to fix that and her heart on like imaging and stuff showed as normal, but, um, she collapsed on one morning and I guess her heart had just stopped. So I don't know if that's considered a heart attack. People, I doesn't see many people are using the word heart attack. Um, yeah. but she's an organ donor and I was reading on her husband's Facebook page, um, Although I don't think it was him. Someone else posted it, but it appeared on his Facebook page that like 128 people were helped because of her. It's amazing. And it's so like her to be that generous and giving. I mean, what, you know, yeah. Beyond everything else, just it's so great that she did that. And yeah, people, you should be organ donors for real. So what I was going to say was I was thinking about, um, you know, sometimes someone that you didn't know will die like a celebrity and it'll just hit you hard. And then you think, 
if you're me, you think, well, I didn't know them though. So why, why, why do I feel like I lost something? Mm-hmm. And then there's the loss of someone who is a part of your everyday life where it's like, yes, something that you are used to is now gone. So it makes sense why you would grieve. And then, but Becky for me is she's somewhere in the middle because she was not a part of my everyday daily life, but I did know her and I, you know, the next time I go, if I do Sketchfest next year, any live show I do, I will notice that she's not there because she was part of that core group of people right. who went to every show mm-hmm. and were so supportive. And, and you know, yeah, like I just, she, I, I knew her, but I, th- right. so I don't know. That was le- way less profound than I well, intended it to be. I'm just, yeah. it's just sad. <laughs> it's very, very sad. Yeah. I, and it's surreal because she seemed so full of life. And I know that that's something that is, I feel like that is bandied about, but it really was true of her. Like she really did seem very full of life. She was, and she was, you know, I think she was 46. I don't actually know how old she was, but she was not old. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I met her, I got, to meet her a couple times. Bumper shoot. And then she, she came to, to Podfest. Did she go to the signing? I No, I don't think so. The Podfest, yeah. Um, and uh, just a delightful person. Um, you know. So I sweet. Think, so creative. Uh, yeah. I mean, she sent you some really sweet things that were from her heart, I think. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean. I've been uh it's caused me to think a little bit about my relationship with listeners and what and kind of reflect on the the like what what do you know you all not all of you let's be honest <laughs> some of you but most of you uh, have made on me and it's been like something that I tried I actually try not to think too much about mostly because I am in a constant battle with my own ego and I'm trying to make sure that that stays it like locked away that it doesn't so I, f- I feel like oh that's a scary thing to think about because I don't want to think you know get too full of myself but the truth of the matter is that that's not the effect that it's had on me at all when I started seeing Allison I didn't want anything to do with podcasting uh i uh not to get into too much psychological stuff for me but you know for me i just had a belief that no one would no one would be interested and that's fine i don't care it doesn't like you know whatever um so then when circumstances changed and uh i was drafted into this show, there was a certain amount of trepidation. Uh, what you know? What happens when I start to want people to give a shit about the things I have to say, or what happens when I? You know, there's a certain like when you make art of any kind. There's like a there's this feeling of this isn't complete until it's witnessed. Received. It has to be received for the 
for the conversation of the piece of art or the podcast or anything to be complete. And so in the making of it and in the releasing of it, there is a, there's a vulnerability and it wasn't a vulnerability that I had asked for. And so I was nervous and I have received nothing but love from y'all again. Not not all, not all of you, you, but most of you. And um, maybe half. You know, there there's some, there's a group, and it's not limited to them, who show up to things, and I've had the the privilege of meeting, and and it's hard because you want to be able to tell people how much they mean to you, but there's you know just it's it's you can't because it's like there's to them there's two there's four of us, and to us there's hundreds or thousands of them. There's just no way to have like a... uh, Are you trying to tell the listeners what they mean to you? I'm saying what this is... This has caused me to feel a loss. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out why. When it's somebody that I'd only met a couple times. Mm. And I think it's because there was a love given back to me that I didn't... I didn't expect or ask for. Mm-hmm. So that's what that is. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay, honey. I have tissues in the studio. I didn't bring them into this the house studio. She'll, she'll be missed. She'll be missed. Yeah. I just I guess I wish that there had been a way to There just isn't a way to let people know what they mean to you. In this kind of, uh, in this kind of dynamic, it's just you can't, you know. Maybe not on a one-on-one thing, but I think that right now, I think what we're saying is you guys mean the world to us. Not all of you. Some of you. Some of you. Some of you, <laughs> some of you can eat a dick. <laughs> I think I've said it before, but. She sent me some air freshener that she re- really recommended because um, I guess I had complained about Elliot's diaper pail and she sent me a DM on Twitter asking how it worked out and I had not had a chance to respond to her yet and I took too long to respond and I've been kind of downplaying it like, you know, it was just a thing but like I'm really actually very torn up over that um be and i keep thinking like did do you think that she this is my conversation with myself do you think that she do i think that she just took it in stride and thought like oh allison's busy um she'll get back to me soon or whatever or was she like did it hurt her feelings that I hadn't responded? And if it did, and then I actually think like, oh, but she showed up for the live stream and that was after she'd already asked the question. You know, maybe she thought that it just got lost in my DMs because that happens. Yeah. But at the same time, like, but I'm just saying that's how much time I've spent sort of ruminating on the fact that I didn't respond after she had sent me this thing. And, you know, it's just, you can't, there's so many things like I am. She made these um, 
dog shirts <laughs> that said the snuggle a r i y n b f crew snuggle crew the snuggle is real i think yeah. and i cannot find the one for wendy even though i know it's but here somewhere we're still like we have so many boxes yeah no it's here somewhere but i can't find it and i am i'll find it whatever but and plus i have like other stuff the other stuff here but it's like and this is true of anyone who dies suddenly. It's like, well, if I had known she was gonna, wasn't going to stick around, I would have kept those things more handy and I would have responded right away. And I would have, yeah. I don't know. And, you know, the thing is, I think that as much as we're talking about some, this one woman specifically, I think there's something universal in everything we're saying, or I hope at least because I think that right now this is a time of loss for so many people. Yeah. You know, so many people know someone or have lost someone close to them um, from COVID or not from COVID. Mm. It seems like there's a lot of loss all around. This is a tough, this is, I mean, I think that people need to start giving themselves the room to grieve and, and to take that seriously, honestly. Like, it's easy to just beyond what we're talking about on on a very specific personal level just everybody like we're not just grieving people that we've lost or might lose it, like our society and our way of life is changing yeah and we don't know what that means right and we're that's, that's grieving real cer- the certainty of knowing what's happening next we're grieving jobs we're yeah. grieving being able to socialize our kids. Well, I don't need we're, to list it. We're, we're, we're grieving the loss of faith in our institutions. Yeah. Like we're, there's a lot. And I think that it's like one thing that I've learned in dealing with grief, you know, ever since I met you, it's been learning about grief. <laughs> I'm a colossal bummer. What can no, I say? We, no, we lost Oliver and everything. And it's like, honestly, people don't, give themselves the permission to grieve and mm-hmm. that is very unhealthy and i'm just saying like this is a good time to give yourself that permission not only is it justified but you know what the hell else are you gonna do um yeah and if you, you don't you... feel it and if you don't it'll it'll become a very like cancerous uh feeling in your, in your body well one of my six thousand therapists that's not true i've let's see how many have i had one, two, it's like a three. I'm on. I'm on my fourth. Yeah. But I mean, I started a long time ago. So, and one of them was just very, just very briefly because she and I did not click. Right. Um. Anyway, I'm trying to remember which one it was. One of the first two. I can't remember. Uh, I love both of them to death. Uh was like either you feel it now or you feel it later mm-hmm. but you eventually you will feel it and you will go through it and you like you have like grief must be felt and processed and you might think that you're getting by without feeling it but it is going to catch up with you it's like a wound that needs to heal and you can dress the wound or not and it can fester and it can you know or not yeah and so it's like f- feel the feelings that's how you heal but um but I definitely think that everybody's going through this right now. Yeah. We're all going through it, some more directly than others or more intensely. But 
Uh, anyway, um, you you got my permission, folks. <laughs> if that's what you. That's were all you need. For, it's weird, but now you got it. Want to hear another message? Hey, y'all! It's uh, Chandler from Tech from Austin, Texas. Um, we've been doing. Me and my husband have been doing pretty good. We don't have any kids, so we've just had us and our dog at the house. Uh, and luckily we live around some nice parks so we can walk without having to interact with a lot of people. But um, the only issue we've really been having is neither of us have been sleeping well at all. My husband will sleep in like four-hour increments and he'll be up at all hours of the night. And then I just can't, I'll lay there forever not being able to fall asleep. When I finally do, it's like a few – like I only get like six hours of sleep before I have to get up and start working, which is luckily from home. But it still sucks not sleeping because I love to sleep. So, um, and then we've been like fighting a little, but not a lot. So it's okay. But uh, I hope you guys are doing good. So, um, and I send my best to the little, the little boys. Bye. Bye, Chandler. When she said we don't have kids, I just I was like, oh God, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I like for a moment I had forgotten. Um, yeah, the lack of sleep thing is interesting. Um, you know, I would say, obviously, try to get naps, uh, listen to Allie Ward's episode about the, the circadian rhythms, because it's interesting how much, like, light and things can affect your ability to sleep. Maybe you need to get blackout curtains or something. But, uh, also, and I don't know, you know, whether you're doing this, but when I've found myself unable to sleep if you put in like maybe maybe you're used to moving around a lot during the day and now you're not because you're at home like if i have an abrupt change you know if suddenly i'm just loafing about all day after a routine that kept me on my feet i have a hard time sleeping and so it's like maybe maybe i don't know like some sort of like more more movement or something, or I don't know. Uh, the sleep thing, you, Allison struggles with lack of sleep. I feel like you never get a full night's sleep. Yeah. It used to be a lot worse, though. I used to have really, really bad insomnia. And I also used to drink coffee at all hours of the day, and I didn't think it was related. Um, once I had kids... Allison would drink a cup of coffee late at night. Yeah. And then she'd be like, I didn't get any sleep last night. Like it's like there was this motor inside me propelling me out of the bed. I still deal with it a little bit. In in fact, lately I've been feeling that in the morning. Um, you, your Elliot gets this from you, which is like I bet you if you were to have your sleep uh, levels charted, mm-hmm. you know where they hook you up to the EKG or something, whatever they put the, the little EEG, stickers, I think, the little yeah. stickers on your forehead. Uh-huh. And your brain activity, and they know when you're in the REM sleep and when you're in the, like, so you, you're supposed to cycle down and cycle up and cycle down. It's like, I think when you guys, Elliot, not as much as he used to, but like when you get up to that top, you're still, you're supposed to stay asleep. You just come right out of sleep and it's need like a you snack. Just launch like a dolphin <laughs> yeah. out of the ocean into the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, but like, and Elliot gets launched out of his big boy bed into our into bed. Our bed, <laughs> but but it's funny because you will be in the kitchen, but be asleep. Like you're practically sleepwalking. I know. Like I'll 
But I'll still be awake because I'm going to bed late. It'll be I actually, yeah, there was, I was like eating something the other night and I like kind of was like, I just fell asleep. It's like standing there eating. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've experienced this where I'm on the couch, you know, still awake doing something before going to bed. You've been asleep for a few hours. <laughs> you're in the kitchen and I'm like, hey, honey, did you hear that like, you know, Trump did this stupid thing or whatever? And you're just like, I'm asleep. <laughs> And it works so I'm asleep. Well, yeah, you often want to talk. It's the question of whether you really are. Well, <laughs> you just try to shut it down. I'm trying to shut it. I'm trying to stay in my non political well, zone. Fully, but I don't want to, I don't want to come out of my, yeah, it's yeah. weird. I don't want to come out of my zone because then I won't be able to go back to sleep. Oh, I kind of get it now. Wait a minute. Yeah. It's like you're not asleep. You're not sleepwalking, but you're like maintaining a brain level frequency level that allows you to still have night cheese <laughs> but not fully like surface right not fully surface and take oh, i will never forget i'll never forget just trying to have a little bit of a do you know what i'm gonna talk about i don't know trying to have a little bit of a snack in our old apartment when you're like <laughs> Can you believe that Bill O'Reilly named his book A Bold Fresh Piece of Humanity? And he said a nun came up with that. What? He came up with that. Oh, my God. You are so fired up about A Bold Fresh Piece of Humanity. Because it always bothered me how stupid the title that is. It hadn't just come out. It just occurred to you. Well, I'd always been annoyed by the title of that book. And then I was... I'd never really thought about it. it was, I had just thought about his his idiotic story to justify the stupid title, and and you were the first person who wandered into my vision, so you got to hear all about it. It was like what, like one forty five a.m., two a.m. early in what the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't quite understand how much you were not. Wanting to talk to talk about Bill O'Reilly's book. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, who is ever? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's listen to another one. Hey, it's Sasha and San Antonio calling to uh, say hi to Allison and Daniel. Hope Wendy and Owen and Elliot are doing well too and not driving y'all crazy. Just wanted to know if Daniel. Uh, now that the president has recommended that we consume bleach to cure ourselves of COVID-19, if uh, you felt like you were ahead of that time, the time, that one time that you uh, were drinking bleach in the <laughs> kitchen or something, I remember that was an episode. And, uh, you know, I want to salute you for being a real visionary about how to cure ourselves of this plague. All right. Hope you're all doing well. Take care. Bye. Yeah. Listen, I don't have it. <laughs> So laugh all you want, folks. Uh, no, let, let's be clear. I wasn't drinking bleach. <laughs> this is you the were fiction. injecting it. This is the fiction that my wife would like to spread. I was gargling bleach. <laughs> it's very similar. I mean, it's not really, it's but not. I was gargling it in order to kill bacteria. My dentist had recommended I do it, but very dilute. Let's make that clear. Extremely dilute. And actually, uh, it I, I, people back me up on that it's it's effective if what you're trying to do, say you know blah 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 I have receding gums and you're trying to kill those bacteria. I uh, said so no, I wasn't drinking the bleach, but thank you for uh, you know thank you for remembering. And um, 
you know, listen, folks, don't don't go drinking the bleach. Don't do it. Don't do it. And the last uh, message. Hi, I'm just calling in. Um, I you had asked about different situations. I am currently living at a uh, parent's house because they fell and broke their hip right before quarantine and am a uh, grad student studying infectious disease. So it's a weird time, but it's uh, I'm very fortunate to be around loved ones and uh, to be studying this and kind of actually able to help out in situations like what's going on right now. So just wanted to say... Love you both. Love the podcast. I'm a huge fan, and it honestly makes my days so much better. Thank you. That's so nice. Thank you. And I hope that your parent who broke their hip is okay. Yeah, it made me think, like, it feels like every single person who gets old breaks their damn hip. Yeah, I think it's pretty common. So I just invented something that we're going to make millions of dollars, honey. You want to just give it away? Hip helmets. <laughs> if you reach a certain age, you wear like a hip helmet. Yeah, I hope you, but also make them hip. A well, hip, you hip make helmet. Them hip. Yeah. Like, you know, these are baby boomers we're talking about. You got to put like, you know, uh, groovy man or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that way, if you fall, it's, it's cool. Maybe, um, Maybe the hip hip helmets are like those inflatable sumo outfits. Oh. It's like a an inflatable donut around their hip and they just bounce and not break. Yeah, like a dog like you know how they have the dog co- what? No, it's like it it it's like a uh an airbag. Yeah. So it's like it knows when you've lost balance and it it it, it, it deploys. <laughs> In this, in that nanosecond before you hit the ground, that's not a bad idea. I mean, it is, but it's also not airbags for old people's hips. You, so you just snapped. Like, I got it, and I have to tell you, I've noticed I've been snapping a lot, like in every way. <laughs> I meant my fingers. Have you really? Yes, I'll just be like, just snapping around the house, like joyful snapping. Yeah, but I'm not experiencing joy. Just my fingers are. It like when I first went on Lexapro after That's you keep your joy. You keep <laughs> my fingertips. fingertips. <laughs> um, I remember when I first went on Lexapro, which was I had some postpartum depression after Elliot was born. Blah blah blah. Went on Lexapro, first time I'd ever been on an antidepressant, um, and I noticed when I felt like it was starting to kick in, but before it really had kicked in, I was like, I'm singing more. Like if someone looked at me from the outside Mm. in, I appear to be doing a lot better, even though I'm not sure I am, but I am trying to like, you know, get yourself in that good mood with my snapping. Yeah. Like, come on, Allison, let's go. Let's get, no, but it's not a like, come on, get snap. It's just like, here I am. I'm cleaning. Woo. Woo. Yeah, it's actually that. It, no one can see this, but like I just put my hands up to the right and snapped and then down to the left and snapped. <laughs> and it's like, I'm going to do it right now, you guys. Daniel, watch and then let him know. Now, right. I'd be standing up, but I just like a... <laughs> see, that's pretty joyful. I know. What was that? How would you describe that? That's uh, auditioning for a chorus line on Broadway. <laughs> yes. It's very musical theater. Mm-hmm. 
I want, but I always do up to the right, down to the left. I wonder if I go up to the left, down to the right. Not really. I wonder if you guys also have a dominant snapping side. Yeah, that doesn't feel right. It's this one. I'm going to stop. It's, like, I it's don't... like some real West Side Story kind of choreography. Because you're crouched. It's like a... Yeah, no, but I... Stay cool, boy. <laughs> but I don't do it crouched. I am right now. Yeah, oh, okay. Because I'm sitting... Because I'm... You know, but normally I do it like up and then... Why am I doing you're it? You're not doing the one leg and the, and the arm going, hey! No. All right. But I have. I think I've told you before. My dream of being able to do the heel click, I which feel, I can't. I feel like that's within your grasp. I know everyone says that, but I can't even cartwheel. That's and harder. I never. But I could never cartwheel. Like I've never cartwheeled. What the, I can't either. But I can heel click. But it's expected that all kids cartwheel. Like I feel like so much of PE was just fucking that. cartwheeling, and it, I, I just do the pressure. like I go onto my hands and then I just jump over a little bit. <laughs> but I can snap so well. So why am I snapping? Like, what's going on? It's like a song being stuck in your head, but it's a snap stuck in my fingers. Yeah, I think it's just a nervous tick, probably. But I prefer my nervous ticks to come out on my face. Yeah, I know. Well, they've <laughs> migrated. Uh, I don't think it's a nervous tick. Be- well, maybe. Maybe it is. I think that... <laughs> I think that... What was that noise? I don't know. I, I, there was a weird crack in my voice. Um, there... Our patterns are changing. <laughs> I think you're right, but what a weird result of well, the new schedule. So it, it's like it... It's disturbing the... Equilibrium the of my snaps. The balance of your brain and... Yeah. Different patterns emerge. And your new, your new paradigm will be a snapping paradigm. <laughs> In this new world, I bake bread, yeah. even though I don't eat it. I yeah. snap. You snap. This is the new you. The new you bakes bread and snaps. So the, you said, "All right, I want to bake bread." This is how it started. So you baked some bread. It was a success. The bread was delicious. You moved on. You you baked some muffins. They were very good. You're, you now your brain, the way the brain works, constantly redefining itself based on current behavior, is saying to itself. Okay, I am a person who bakes. And then your brain said, what does a person who bakes do? <laughs> they snap. They snap. And so <laughs> now you are snapping. I just want everyone to know, because I feel like it's trendy to make bread right now. And I'm trying to explain why my doing it is somehow You're different. You're a basic bitch. Yeah. But I, and, and I stopped myself instead of explaining it because it's um, not interesting. But it, my story, the way I came to my bread making is slightly different. Daniel, let's do some iTunes comments of the week. But I'm not complaining. I love the bread. I know. I wasn't planning on making it again, but you requested it. So, because you're going to turn into DQ sandwich guy. That's it. Okay, Daniel, let's do some iTunes comments of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Now, um, it's gonna be on your phone. You're gonna have to read it off my phone. Your comments, your Apple Podcast comments, help out the show so much. Thank you. So keep them coming. I'm gonna read the top one there. It's about time by Pain and Dav. I am currently listening to an old episode because the show helps me not feel alone. 
I have been listening since 2015, and it really feels like Alice is my best friend by now. Thursday show has helped make me smile on the worst days, and the Monday episodes keep my mind occupied. I would highly recommend this podcast to anyone who needs a friend, especially during quarantine. Thank you. Yeah. That is a very nice comment. Um, I think I said comment. And then let's listen to that one. Now, usually I read a positive and a negative, but there's only positive this time, you guys. XOXO Sam by Bam Geezer. I have been a longtime listener and love the show. Allison is an incredible interviewer, and the Thursday gang is always fantastic. On a recent episode, Allison discussed where she is sitting during quarantine. That 10-minute discussion truly solidified how much I love AIYMBF. Keep up the great work. Huh. Now, I don't know if that's facetious or if that's um, sincere or if that's in response to the person who couldn't stand that discussion. But regardless, I'll take it. No, I think they're being sincere. Well, those five stars are sincere to me. If if the per- I think it's in response to the one we read where the person couldn't stand that I right, talked like about if, it. Yeah, because if the person was actually being sarcastic, it doesn't read. So who cares? So we'll just take it as yeah. I think um, you guys, we had Leanne Kreischer, Bert Kreischer's wife, on Childish last week. No, when you hear it, it'll be this week. No, it'll be what day is it? Today. Yeah. No, I'm good. I know it's... Yes, okay. You're going to hear this on Monday. I got all turned around. You're going to hear this episode on Monday. So listen to last week's Childish. And you can watch it on YouTube. If you go watch to my these. YouTube, youtube.com slash Allison Rose and I. That's where I'm putting Childish episodes right now. Um, Daniel's intros to the show are on there. I'm starting to do stuff. So go subscribe to me on YouTube. Watch Childish. Tell your friends... Tell your friends about this show. Download this show. Um, also, the video from Select Monday episodes and from the Thursday episodes, I am putting up on my Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. You so can neat. watch. Yeah, it's really fun. You can watch the video of the of last week, which was me, Allie Ward, and Jackie Johnson, mm-hmm. and Tony. And then we've got me, Allie Ward, Jackie Johnson, and Tony coming up again. And then I'm doing a live stream with Jenna, and that will also be... When you hear this, that has already happened. But you can go watch it on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. You guys, this has been fun. Thank you for your calls. Thank you for emailing show at gmail.com. Send your JMOs, your Just Mirror Everyone's. Tweet them to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Um, on Twitter, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. And buy my book. It's linked on my website, AllisonRosen.com. Daniel. Um, stay healthy, everybody. For God's sake, please take care of yourselves. Um, Once again, you make me sound like an asshole. You you think this too? That I am an asshole? No, you want people to. Stay I healthy. do. Yeah, please do stay healthy. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, again, I humanize you. You're like this self promotion robot, and I come <laughs> in. Um, yeah, follow me uh, at Daniel Quants Twitter and Instagram. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll do Instagram live. I keep teasing it. I want to. I just can't find the fucking time. My dream is that I come on every day at the same time 
and you could just hang with me. But that's not going to happen because no. who has that time? No one. So, anyway, there you go. All right, you guys, I'm going to snap you out. And also, I'm actually going to end the show. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.